Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the podcast production company that's making the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts and a sixth event podcast, but we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumbdumbdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows and vote on the way their stories will progress. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for listening. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pun. Get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. There are plenty of different designs available, so there is guaranteed to be something you love. To show your love of Dum Dums and Dice, go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B. D-U-M-B. D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back? Redbubble.com slash people slash dumb dumb dice. Get your merchandise today. All art supplied by the brilliant decapitated markers. Welcome to One Shots, a Dumb Dumbs and Dice podcast where professional voiceover actors and improvisers tackle one-shot stories created in a variety of hit RPGs. I'm your host, DJ One Shot, and I'm here to welcome you back to Avernus. This arc is going to feature our DM, Tom McGee, Ryan LaPlante as Werner Ragnarok, Tyler Hewitt as Hambone, and Laura Elizabeth as the murder grandma, Maud Buggins. Traveling up Haruman's Hill, our heroes drew out the monster himself. Werner made everyone extra stealthy through magic, Hambone freed the soul of a cowardly vampire, and Maud masterfully slaughtered a flock of Sturges. Can our heroes survive a battle with Haruman himself? Nobody knows cause it's one shot! <laughs> Avernus Edition. So coming down from the sky, 
is uh, a heavy metal nightmare. And as uh, sort of the, there's a, a crack of thunder. And um, as thunder, <laughs> and the sword lands yeah. in the ground. Um, as, uh, <laughs> he, he comes through the, the air like, like a, a villainous Final Fantasy summon, um, <laughs> just tearing his way um, out of space and time. Uh, on this giant um, sort of black nightmare, literal and figurative nightmare, um, you know, flaming mane, red eyes, breathing fire, um, the sort of uh, light amount of, um, um, I don't even know how to describe this, but uh, sort of the, 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 the horse's coat near its hooves is on fire. Like this thing's fucking rad as hell. Mm. Um, and um, as uh, he begins to drop through the sky, uh, just in, in kind of a, a booming voice, he says, You dare to fuck with my forest? Uh, Hambone will raise a hand. <laughs> Be like, Are you still flying? You yeah, I'm sorry, I haven't Flying moved yet. small one. Hi. <laughs> Greetings. I'm going to kill you. Are you Haraman? Yes. Oh, uh, can we have your sword? <laughs> Fuck you! Uh, roll for initiative, or a persuasion check if you really want to. If you're <laughs> if you're really feeling yourself there, bud. What's my persuasion? Plus two. Hell yeah! That's a total of four. <laughs> Does he? That, that's give great. Me the sword. Tyler, I'm gonna take that roll. I'm just gonna put it right up here on the fridge for everyone to see. Oh, uh, thanks, Dad. I mean, Tom. Oh, shit, it happened. <laughs> oh, oh, I gotta go home. <laughs> Still a quitter. (laughs) It's recorded on the podcast. Oh, Kristen, today I called my DM dad. Anyway, do you want an initiative roll? Happy Father's Day, Tom McGee. Tom, I got a seven. Thank you. Laura, what did you roll? 21. Oh, 21 for mod. Do you want an initiative roll? Do you want that two plus four? No, that that was your persuasion. Uh, You you go ahead and you go roll another (laughs) one. If you fall down, you got to get back up on that horse. I called Tom dad. Uh... 21. All right. That's my um, initiative. Cool. Um, all right. So uh, we'll go. Um, Hambone, since you're talking to him, I'll let you go first. Then we've got Maud. Uh, then we've got him. <laughs> it's not me going third. <laughs> and then we have Verna. Verna's um, like, nearly, he's rolled behind a tree, being very sneaky, but also slow. <laughs> So I want to make clear that even though we're in initiative order, um, I'm not going to prevent you from trying to wheel and deal with him. Uh, just that uh, your opening salvo was not a particularly convincing thing, and he was coming down here with the intent of fucking you up. So mm. um, for my own sanity, um, I'm going to say you can talk on your turn. You can still use free actions to talk to each other, but if your thing is like, I want to try and talk to him, do it on your initiative, and we'll figure out how that plays. Yeah? Okay. Great. Uh, cool. So top of the round, um, Hambone. Uh, so you're, you're looking up at, uh, at this, this sort of massive knight kind of bearing down on you, double handing the sword. Now you recognize that this is not, uh, the sword you've seen in your visions. This is mm-hmm. not the sword of Zeriel. Uh, this seems to be very much his sword. His so think like a thick black blade with, um, the end, uh, kind of splits into two hooked, um, sort of almost like small scimitar blades. Okay. Uh, and then just like a bunch of cool jagged red uh, energy pulsing through the center. Uh, almost looks like veins. Um, so just like a giant Final Fantasy sword. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, if he's going to charge at me, um, we'll spar a little first and then maybe I'll resume the conversation. Hopefully yep. I can persuade 
air quotes because I mean hit him <laughs> into talking some more. Coerce uh, is the term if you're using hitting to persuade. Yes. Um, so he's coming at me on his flying horse. He's yeah, so kind of like coming straight down from the sky. So like okay. dropping out of uh, out of the clouds. Um. Flight of the Valkyries and ACDC's Thunder and a bunch of other things are going to... How close is he to me? Can I close the distance? If I, like, I know I'm flying very, very slow. If I cut the flying and, like, jump from the top of the tree sure, up yep. to him, yeah, I can do that? Yeah, we'll let you do, like, a, a, like a, a Luke Kang okay. jump kick. Okay, Um So I'll roll to attack. That's pretty good. That is a... 25? Yeah, 25. Uh, okay, that hits. Okay. Um, so 1d6. Oh, nice. So that's a total of 10 damage, and I will also spend a key point. Uh, okay. For Flurry of Blows. All right. Uh, as you punch, um, you feel as though, um, the, uh, you, like, you, you land a square punch, mm-hmm. um, but the armor doesn't really give way under it. Um, you feel as though your strikes are not fully effective. I have key-infused strikes, so oh, they count they magic? as magical now. Suddenly, the armor bends a little bit, and yeah. you find it is well, just regularly you, effective. You, that's because you thought I was punching. I was open-hand slapping because oh, I, I am hand-boning <laughs> yes, I... through the air. <laughs> I under, it's a common Man, mistake. If I was my own dad, I'd be so disappointed <laughs> in me. Um, great. So, sorry, how much damage to that, Tyler? So, that's 10 off the start, but I've got two more hits now with Flurry of Blows. Gotcha. Um, I have to roll to hit with them. This one won't hit. Um, that is, uh, sorry, 13. Will not hit. And the second one, god damn, that's 14. Nope. Okay, so then I'm just going to use my extra attack, which I now have as a monk. Wow, I've rolled a 6, a 7, and now an 8 on the die, so that's 15 to hit. All right, well, in a few more turns, you might hit. All right, here we go, <laughs> baby! <laughs> Um, so, and I want to, uh, jump through the air, hit him once. And I want to land, uh, in front of him on his horse <laughs> or do I just fall back down? I'll allow it till his turn and then cool. we'll see. Uh, roll me a, an acrobatics check, please. Okay. At advantage. Cause you're a monk. Wow. And, uh, your legs are super long for like grasping and things now. But seven with acrobatics is still 16. Uh, yep. Yeah, okay. So, yep, you're still on there till his turn. Okay. Uh, cool. So, uh, Maud. So, they are together now, but they are still a distance away from you. Okay. Um, they can see me, though? Yep. Or do I? Okay. Um, I mean, you're a bit shadowy because someone's concentrating still. Um, I, I, I kind of want to run out. I want to not be shadowy anymore, so I kind of want to run to the limit of where I can run, so I'm out of... I, I'll allow it. The, sh- the shadowy <laughs> shit. Do you want to start climbing, or do you want to kind of just get to open ground? I want to get to open ground. Okay. And and I want to just yell up, like, Hey, Haruman! And I just, like, put my, like, berserk hammer on the ground, my shield on the ground, just raise my hands up, I'm like, We're on the same team! Can you roll me? Oh, that's an interesting one. Uh, oh, fuck. I don't know. Um, persuasion, I guess? Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Laura, please oh, tell us man. the number. That sounds like a good roll. <laughs> that was one. <laughs> <laughs> Oopsie poopsie. <laughs> Ruh-roh. Um, <clears throat> oh, fuck. Uh, I just accidentally yelled, we're not on the same team. <laughs> I just got in my own yeah, head. You're like, <laughs> like yep. don't say not. Yeah, it's like tripping up the stairs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're thinking, we're on the same team, but you said, fuck you. 
Uh, I okay. hate your mom's box. So uh, I think I think what happens, Maud, is uh, as you put the hammer down, you rather than putting it on the ground, uh, you just kind of look for a place to like place it that, that seems innocuous. So you just hang it off one of the metal trees, and it accidentally pulls one of the the, the knights off it, who immediately turns to ash, and he's like, "I told you not to fuck with my forest." Oh, um, and he looks at Hambone, um, and he just pats you on the head, and he goes, "You're gonna pay for her." Uh, and then he takes a swing. Aw, shit. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. Cha-cha-cha-cha. Oh boy! Uh, all right, that's twenty-six to hit. That'll do. Interesting. All right. Oh. That's sort of the opposite of rolling like <laughs> 14. Yeah. Uh, so, Hambone, uh, you take uh, 16 points of piercing damage. Okay. And then an additional. Oof. Uh, an additional 15 points of fire damage. Okay. So, that's 31 off of that. Okay. Uh, so, and that's just like. Even though he was kind of riding down dramatically, this is a, like, mod pissed him off one-hand swing. Uh, he wraps his hands around the hilt, kind of holds it up uh, to the side, and looks like he's riding another attack. Uh, do I f- stay on the horse, or do I fall? Um, roll acrobatics, please. As a s- Oh, I guess as a check. Uh, 23. Okay, um, I'll give you the choice. You can stay on, or you can fall off. I'll stay on. Okay. Uh, brings us to his turn. Um... And uh, he he just uh, like looks at you with with such disgust, um, and says, "You come here, you find these cowards who would run from combat. You you leapt right in, and yet you're on their side. They abandoned us in our time of need. They must die, and so must you." Um, do you have any response to that, or I think as he slices me across the head or whatever, Hambone will get out half the phrase of like, if they must die, then wouldn't we be right to pull them off the trees and turn them to duck? And just <laughs> whatever happens, happens. Uh, well, he crits you is is what happens. Okay, so um, Hambone's head comes off. <laughs> I mean, honestly, dude, we'll see. Uh, all right, so not, not the worst. Uh, so um, you get... Um, 18 off the first hit. Okay. Plus uh, another nine fire. Um, and then uh, his second attack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tyler's doing an I'm fucked dance. Yeah. <laughs> Surprisingly chipper from Tyler. Yeah. A lot of shoulder movement in there. I like it. A little bit of that shack in that video. You know that commercial? <laughs> yeah. Oh, damn. All right. Well, I rolled badly on my D12. So uh, first one is six points of damage plus um, another five fire. Okay. So I'm currently sitting at negative 15 health. (laughs) So my body goes slack and I just fall off the horse. Would you like me to take any additional falling damage? Uh, I'm going to say your ears hit help branch just, on the way down. Just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> your legs are so long, they hit the branches, your ears um, down. Yeah, and, and then there's still some steer just flying around. You just kind of bounce off them. Uh, but no, it's very much like a Jackie Chan. And they die. In, yes, 100%. <laughs> 
It's uh, Jackie Chan inelegantly getting off a building real quick. So okay. you, you bash your way to the ground. Um, I, I will give you uh, a D6 of damage. Uh, it's three. It doesn't matter because I don't think that's going to double your, your no. threshold. Um, so with a sad like, uh, you hit the ground. And he looks up at Maud and he just says, you picked the wrong side. Uh, and he starts racing towards you. That's a good line. That's Bring, a good line. Brings us to... Uh, the horse, but he's not near anyone, so that's fine. He just keeps galloping. Uh, Werner. Okay, I'm trying to, like, while this has been happening out there, Werner has not been paying attention. He's looking at this amulet because he wants to see if there's a way it could possibly help us. Because if the vampire still had it, it's got to be important, right? Yeah, so Lulu's kind of buzzing over your shoulder, and she's like, that's it. That's the thing that'll get us uh, get, get us past the scab so we can get in and get the sword. Golly, I wish that was here. we got to go talk to Belle first. He'll know where to find it. Okay, so we need to get away from this because we have what we need. Uh, yeah, well, you know, I got to tell you, Harriman was pretty scary back when he was alive, and it looks like he's worse dead. But he was, he he is on our side, kind of. Maud's not wrong. I think he's just mad we fucked up his torture garden. Oh, okay. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and I take the amulet and I just shove it in the front of my pants so it's like hidden <laughs> in my underwear. Stuff, yeah, I gotta yeah. keep it safe with the other jewels that I carry with me everywhere. Uh, the family jewels. Yeah. Not and around your neck, huh? Uh, nope, made a choice. Uh, <laughs> Uncut gems. So I, I like step out from behind the tree and I drop my invisibility spell and I'm like, hello, Harriman. I'm also old and very angry. Sorry about the forest. I also disagree with his choice, but... I would like to pay for the damages. I would like to offer you. And I reach into my my uh, like money purse and I take out my five Azurite gemstones. They're from here. I don't actually know the exchange rate, <laughs> but I hope this is good. Are those stones part of Tiamat's hoard? Yes. Hmm. The only thing that could torment these poor fucks more than me would be being gnawed upon by Tiamat. So what if we put them in the pocket of like five of the guys <laughs> and we say they all took it together? My dude. <laughs> so he like, he brings like the nightmare to a trot um, and uh, the nightmare comes up and it's like, <laughs> turns out it looks really cool, but like does not sound nearly as cool. Um, and uh, he says, you would help me torment complete strangers for all eternity. Uh, from what they've heard, they are cowards who are here because yes. they belong here. Yes. So sometimes demon killing is a complicated profession. <laughs> <laughs> and I give him the gems. <laughs> uh, and he hops off. Um, and he's got like a pretty jaunty gait, uh, surprisingly. <laughs> um, and he goes around and uh, he finds kind of his favorites. And he's like, it's a shame that you dealt with Kithar Runeblade. He was truly the worst. But these four, the second worst, so... Fuck him. Um, and puts the stones in those four. And he's like, I'm going to keep this one just in case I ever get a chance to face Zariel again. What she's become is an abomination. Hi, everyone. This is Laura here. I'm not totally sure what to say because Ryan is making me do this because I'm sitting here and we're about to record. But if you want to help to join in and possibly mess me up, uh, you can throw some fun into the mix at patreon.com slash dumb dumb dice and join our community. Have a say in what happens in the show and a bunch of other stuff. So come check it out and make my life better or worse. Who knows? 
Okay, just a second. Uh, and I reach down and I would like to touch Hambone and cast Cure Wounds because I have. Well, I was going to say, uh, he's going to do that for you. Oh, so you can just then hang out with him. I won't. I'll just hang out with him. And I'll be uh, like, yeah, you, you, you go over and like he grabs your hand and like his eyes meet your eyes and like maybe there's something, but maybe cute. not. Um, <laughs> and oh, he just says, You are old and you hate everything. <laughs> You're so attractive. <laughs> My penis fell off long ago. It's hard living down here. But listen, I... uh, If you put the time in, (laughs) you can make anything work. My dude. (laughs) Listen, I feel real bad smacking your little buddy around. I just thought you came to fuck up my trees. And it. I gotta tell you, when you're waiting for 50 people to die of natural causes who are all cowards, it takes a while. So, uh, you know. Anyway, feel bad. Uh, So, Hambone, he reaches down. Uh, and he's like, get up, you little freeloading bastard. Uh, he touches you, you gain 100 HP. So just up to my max. Which he can cast, a shit you not, seven times a day. Fuck. <laughs> I was wrong to pick a fight with this man. You are correct. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so he um, he takes the the last one and he also stuffs it into his underwear you, where you keep precious jewels. Um, and uh, this is how they did things six hundred years ago. He says, "Listen, seems like you guys are kind of cool, all things considered. And yeah, you killed my coward vampire, but this is gonna be real fun to watch. So, listen, you guys ever need anything? I'm willing to grant you one favor because I killed your friend." And uh, feel feel a little rough about that. That's not how we do things here on Harman's Hill, the nah. number one tourist destination spot, aside from the Wandering Emporium here in Avernus. Harman's Hill, Harman's rule is like no killing, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> endless torture, but no killing. Look, uh, I'm a big fan of the Batman. Uh, yeah, I saw my parents gunned down in Demon Alley. <laughs> anyway, uh, you ever need anything, you give me a call. Okay, how do we do that? Do we just say your name three times? Is there another way? Do we whistle? (laughs) Yeah, whistle my summoning tune. What's that? Well, that's a good question. Laura, (laughs) what's my summoning tune? Guys, I freeze on all of these. Okay, I I was going to say, do we just... Do we just want to go with the, the close encounters of the third kind? Because we'll all remember it for dramatic moments. <laughs> bah, bah, bah. And then he has to go, bah, bah, and he storms in like Kool-Aid man. It's so weird That's that you hilarious. all knew exactly what that was. Let's try it once together. And the horse is like. <laughs> That's right, Princess <laughs> Sparkles, when we hear that noise. We show up and party. Anyway, gonna go torment some people with the uh, Dragon Queen now. Peace out. Uh, and he just like raises his arms, Night King style, and um, <laughs> the the trees around him like get plucked out one at a time and kind of uh, float around him. And he just steps up onto the horse. Uh, and he goes, Princess Sparkle away! <laughs> um, and uh, to the sound of uh, the mix of Ride of the Valkyries and Thunderstruck in reverse, uh, he disappears back into the cloud uh, while all of them scream. And then uh, two of the guys are still there like, oh, glad it's not me. Uh, the other one is just screaming in agony still. They're both still on trees? Yeah. Okay. Hambone will not let them down because he's learned his lesson. <laughs> he understands there is a way of things here. Uh, as you... You come to that decision, um, a small tree sprouts up uh, at your feet, 
and there seems to just be a, a wrought iron sign in it, kind of in like a Charlotte's Web, like good pig or whatever the fuck. Uh, it's just it just demeaning. says uh, <laughs> it just says good choice. Oh, okay. Hambone will uh, high five a little five pronged bit of the tree and be on his way. <laughs> As you do, something appears beneath it saying, "Nice." <laughs> Uh, wicked. So, um, having achieved, uh, acquired the amulet, um, <laughs> I was gonna say having achieved nothing. <laughs> no, I, forgot, I, I, I forgot the, we got the, the amulet. thing we need. We amulet. can go now. Yeah. This is one of those episodes of lost where they didn't know when they could end the show. So they're like, um, fuck it. Sawyer's in a cage today. Uh, he talks about salads. Um, so yeah, having, uh, achieved, uh, the amulet, um, Lulu explains that, uh, as one of the items that existed amongst the Hellriders before uh, their corruption and before Zero's downfall, uh, it should allow you passageway um, into kind of the the massive blister that's formed around um, the the sword. But again, the one problem is uh, she remembers where to get this, but the sword itself is still lost. But she's sure that uh, surely, um, sort of one of the, the the great devil princes of Hell will know. Um, mm-hmm. You decided to set uh, out to find um, Bell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So looking for Bell, Serial's yes. advisor. Um, so you know, kind of from the the rough directions that you're able to use, that um, Bell is kind of like uh, probably about two days. Or no, sorry, we have a tighter timeline than that. Maybe like a day's ride mm. past this. Um, you can see kind of past the hill. This kind of weird white vine seems to get thicker and thicker. Um, and, uh, you kind of see it, it almost descends into a valley, uh, where you can see kind of a burnt out city, uh, think like, um, oh, uh, the main city from Lord of the Rings, Gondor. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ring city? Ring. <laughs> Osgiliath? Uh, yes, Osgiliath will do. Uh, it's basically like, just think like big classic Tolkien city with like lots of white stone, uh, but it's been obliterated by war. Like the the blood war has clearly destroyed this place. Um, you can see just like uh, as you kind of look at the vines from where you are, you can actually see that they they seem to almost be bone. Uh, it's not that there's a bunch of skeletons. It's like there almost seems to be vines made of bone twisting through the city. Um, and it seems that the only path forward is through. Um, can all of you actually probably Werner? Werner, can you roll me a perception check, please? Is this the supposed territory of our? Uh Lich Feanor? It is. Yeah, okay. Maybe that has something to do with the weird bone vines. Okay, all right. Um, just making sure. Intelligence or wisdom. Yeah, is perception person. Perception is wisdom, right? So it's a wisdom yeah. check related to hell terrain, which means I get to double my proficiency. <laughs> so my perception is... Your eyes are so narrow right now. Perception. So okay, just that dog with the shifty eyes. From the yeah. That's just a long way of getting to expertise it's for a, like the bar a, or the rope. It's a 21. Fucking sure it is. All right. Uh, I don't know. You see the sword. It's over there. Just go get it. Fuck me. That's, I was, that's the end. No. I was okay. just looking at the town. Look, oh, my God, guys. I found this sword. <laughs> <laughs> go left. Yeah. No. Um, so as you as you scan it, uh, Werner, also like as, as an old hunter and as somebody who's accustomed to tracking things, 
Uh, we talked about this a bit off air, but in terms of the idea of why hell would be your favorite terrain, now that you've been in Avernus for a bit, it's that you all the skills you've used for tracking and hunting and survival have just like very easily transferred over. So in the same way that you kind of get soft focus in the woods, trying to see what's moving, um, you think you can see a lot of like small movements um, that almost seem to be skittering over buildings. And as you 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 squint, um, you actually see uh, there seem to be a ton of severed hands. Just kind of like clittering, like clittering. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> just fucking, just rubbing one out everywhere. <laughs> yeah. They don't need to roll a perception check, though. It's called they know Finger where City yeah. for a reason. Uh, no, I was going for like, <laughs> Jesus. No, it's Ring City. We established this. Yeah, Ring City. Um, what else is going to wear the rings? <laughs> It's all the fingers and the severed yeah. hands. Little things look like a little beans in the distance. So yeah. weird. <laughs> so Tom, just go. they're just cl- go. clacking over the walls. Um, you can kind of hear fingernails on the uh, the sides of the buildings, um, and uh, sort of moving between buildings at distance. You just get occasional glimpses of gold, and you think you can hear tiptoe through the tulips, just kind of like oddly drifting through the air, even though it sounds like it's whispered. I hate it. So there are a lot of undead things in this city, and there's a spooky song. So we can't go around. I say we try to go through fest with the cow catcher low and the flamethrower flaming. You got it. And Hambone will bring down Does the cow catcher. The, I think we called it the chomper. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds about right. I'm ready to burn shit. Okay, you stay in the flamethrower. I'll keep out my uh, stupid so that if I need radiance to take out any of the big scary ones, I can do so. Any other thoughts? I'll keep the amulet safe near my balls. (laughs) I think that's all we can do in terms of preparation. Also, I don't want to say the name of the god, but I gave away five gems and I still have 15, so let's not get caught by said god. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. Um, okay, wicked. So with that, um, knowing that uh, your, your plan is to basically just like tear through here and get the fuck out of Dodge, yep. uh, you fire up the engines, Hambone, you kind of like lower your goggles, you raise your smelly, smelly scarf, Breathe deep. <laughs> do you have another soul coin? I have Did we one find soul one? Coin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From Radradragadu. Yeah. Bacon man. Radradragadu. I can't So, um... I saw cats recently. You gun the engine, uh, and the, uh, Hambomobile lurches forward. Meanwhile, um, sort of at distance, uh, as she's, um sort of like uh, picking at a, a, a foot that seems to be like perhaps just a little too rotten. Like one of the toes just slushes off on her fingers and she's like, this simply won't do. Um, Feonor hears the rev of the engine and she kind of looks up and as she does so uh, in kind of like a weird, you know how the meerkats all stare at a single thing in mm-hmm. Blind King? It's Ooh. that, but it's all severed hands. Uh, just kind of like clattering up onto various things around her and then all just kind of uh, twitching in the same direction. Ooh, I like um, that. <laughs> and she hears the roar of the engine. She smiles, looks down at the foot, takes a bite out of it, and just kind of chews on it thoughtfully and goes, I suppose it would be nice to have something fresher 
She throws it over her shoulder and pulls out like a pair of classic like leather driving gloves <laughs> and just delicately pulls them over her hands. Um, and then with both, she kind of pulls out uh, a pair of like little Wild Wild West like circular red specks, puts them on uh, on her nose. <laughs> uh, and she says, well, all right, team, let's haul ass. Uh, and then she snaps two fingers and literally the entire city begins to tremble as creatures begin lurching and climbing out of the vines. Uh, out of the vines directly around her, they kind of wrap under her, lift her kind of almost poison ivy style up into the air and kind yeah. of drop her on top of the, um, the the golden vehicle. There's like a little almost lifeguard chair uh, with like a little like set for tea and um, a, a single kind of very Terry Gilliam style like wonky spyglass. Mm. Mm. Um, and she says, all right, everyone, you know the drill. Let's go get some fleshies. And uh, suddenly ghouls <laughs> climb up into the, um, like, corpses climb up uh, onto kind of the, um, the driver's seat. Corpses start climbing onto the guns. Um, a couple of ghouls kind of crawl out of holes where they've been hiding. Um, and slowly the entire city begins to shake its vehicles out. Uh, and rapidly approaching, she sees the three of you, and she just can't wait to add you to her retinue. Our Vern is One Shot features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Elizabeth at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and of course, our awesome DM is Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode was edited by Ryan LaPlante, and all of Dum Dums and Dice's art is by Decapitated Markers at Decapitated Marker, that's M-R-K-R on Twitter. This show's theme music is Gothic Trip with Thunder Horse by Damiano Baldoni, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-A. H-Z-Z-A-R, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com, our Twitter and Instagram at dumdumdice, or on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, or you could join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks for listening. Smash that subscribe button and show your love to One Shots. DJ One Shots out of here. <laughs> Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, DM Rob, Christopher Little, Joshua White, Olin Anderson, and Jill and Noel LaPlante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.